bonjour, and of course, just like every other week, welcome back to Minus You. We are on week eight now, which we are two months in, and we are now on the final episode of the During chapter, which is going to be called All About Me. Last week, we talked in depth about how unhealthy situations can create unhealthy behaviors and how this viewpoint tactic can help people heal and mend relationships from bad choices that may have stemmed from a bad situation. Over the past seven weeks, we have talked about events that Nicholas and I experienced during our relationship and how they affected us together and us individually. Now, in this last week, I am talking about the first concept that I came up with for this entire segment of the During Chapter, which is, of course, all about me. I was on the phone with my best friend talking about, or at least brainstorming, why this whole thing could have happened between Nicholas and I. I was desperately trying to figure out the disconnect and the failure from his silence and also 3,000 miles of distance between us. This concept, an all-about-me poster came across my mind, and as I talked it out with her, it really began to click. Remember in elementary school when our teachers at the beginning of the year would have us sit and write out our All About Me boards? They would have our name, who's in our family, pets, our favorite book, movie, song, or like our favorite food, things that pertain to everyone personally, but the answer obviously changes from person to person. Yes, this was all the way in elementary school, but the idea still kind of exists when we get older. Even as adults, we have this like metaphorical all about me poster that exists in its own way. We have hobbies, a job, favorite things, a family, pets, significant others. But as we get older, we are able to dictate how prevalent these things are on our board, how big they are in our lives, and how we display the subjects, objects, people, on our board, also known as our life. For example, if you quote unquote display on your board or share that your favorite color is blue, then people will know this. But if you don't display this, share this, wear the color blue, people won't know because you're choosing not to share it or make it a priority. Kind of a basic example, but I think you guys get the point. A bit more in depth about our adult boards and what will possibly be included, we have things like our family, work, significant other, possibly children, hobbies, dislikes, favorite movies, TV shows, favorite songs, our pets, and even things like our finances and our lifestyle. Now, there is only so much you can fit, so much you can advertise or showcase to people on this board. We cannot fit everything onto our boards. This is where we prioritize things. For example, my best friend loves dogs. People know this about her because she shares this with them, but she does not have a dog right now. So that is not a big part of her all about me board because she's choosing more to focus on work and the lifestyle portions of her board. She wants to travel, which means that's going to be a larger part of her board. It's going to be a larger priority than the pet section. Will my best friend never have a dog? No, of course she will. But that will happen in a different section of her life when it better fits the balance that her board wants to display right now. Here's another example. I want a Denali SUV so bad. Some people know this about me. But because my finances don't allow for me to purchase a $50,000 car yet, like most people's finances don't allow for that yet, 
it isn't a big priority for me because my lifestyle doesn't allow for that right now. Will a Denali be a part of my finances and my lifestyle someday? Yeah, I'm going to work hard in my life to make that happen. That's a goal of mine. But it's not something that's going to happen right now. Now, so we look to the relationship side of this. In these past episodes, we've been talking about lifestyles, values, priorities, goals. We have seen how these things can take a toll or be amazing. We have seen how other people play into these situations as they, well, for lack of a better term, play out. If you take one of these issues, for example, when I kissed my neighbor, I was choosing to push Nicholas's feelings, value, and respect I had for him off of my All About Me poster in exchange for hurting my relationship with a fleeting moment of carelessness. When I went on member seeking for the roof situation, I was choosing to push Nicholas's feelings off of my All About Me board in exchange for a quick pursuit of money to fix our problems. When Nicholas chose to allow his mother to say terrible things about me and not do anything about it, Nicholas was choosing to put his mother as a higher priority, giving her a bigger place on his board than who was going to be his future wife. When Nicholas chose to take the house from me, he chose to put his mother and his materialistic goals for him alone a priority on his All About Me board over his fiance's feelings, his fiance's future, and safety in his environment. Sounds kind of terrible, huh? But it's so true. You can see how, how on both sides at different times, both Nicholas and I were putting other people or other things as more important in our lives than one another. We were going to be husband and wife. Some kind of love. So let's look into the excuses and the reasoning for this. When Nicholas put his work as priority over me in our relationship for months, so I would express to Nicholas that I felt ignored and hurt, especially during our engagement when we should be able to celebrate and spend time together planning to be husband and wife. He would respond with, I'm doing this for you. And later when he was angry and after our relationship ended, he would call me whiny and uh, needy attention like I was just a whore for attention and that I threw away a perfect financial future for being an attention whore and leaving for somebody else's attention. Nicholas would tell me, metaphorically, that his job and his money was going to take a big place on his All About Nicholas board and that I was going to just be pushed off into this small corner indefinitely. This hurts, and it hurt really bad. It really did. In the end, when I found out about his infidelity and his cheating, maybe you remember how I mentioned that we got everything we were working for the day that I found out. The roof his school, finances with his new raise, my new job, the same day, it all fell apart. This leaves me entirely puzzled still to this day. I wonder why God didn't let us or why God didn't save us from leaving one another and from this just entire catastrophe when we were like 24 hours away from it everything we had worked for. We were like a week away from a seven-day cruise and just this like new bliss, this just chapter we were going to enter into. Now, we were just working really hard in different ways, but we were working nonetheless. I ended up moving home, wiping my all-about-Madeline board of being a homemaker, a future wife, a life partner for Nicholas, someone who loved Disney and who lived in Orlando, Florida, and had to learn how to completely recreate my board 
just eradicate it and start over. Now, when I left, Nicholas didn't really have to recreate his board much. Nicholas was already prioritizing his family, his mom's feelings, and relationship with his family over me. And his job had already received a consistent stream of attention because of his work for the promotion. So when I left, the spot I left on his board was just so small. And he filled it with physical gratification from this secret crush, this secret woman who had been in his life since we moved with some unspoken work connection that he met in the Disney College program months ago. All about Nicholas, that board wasn't really shaken. All about Madeline was destroyed. I'm going to give two types of advice for this topic. One for those in a current relationship and one for those who have been left by their future spouse or life partner. I give these two different pieces of advice for this because the solutions and the tactics for both sides of this just look very different. If you are in a relationship, it is going to be about finding balance and prioritizing, which seems to be the million-dollar word in this episode. If you are in an adult relationship, there will be a job that you attend, There will be family obligations, there will be individual hobbies, interests that you have, and of course, your significant other. Your board is metaphorical, but you will ultimately have to find a way to fit and balance it all out appropriately. For these things to succeed, you will have to spend chunks of time with these things. Like your job, you probably dedicate 40 hours a week to your job. And you may need to come up with set times for your partner for a period of time if work is really overwhelming for a period of time. This sounds kind of sad, like you don't care about the other person or that the person feels like a job, but it's actually the opposite. Your partner will respect and feel loved if you choose to dedicate time to them specifically in times of high stress or high demand. If Nicholas had dedicated an hour once or twice a week while he was taking his exams and working at the same time just for him and I, undivided attention, just for a period of time throughout the week, It would have meant the world to me. That shows your partner, even if they have to take a smaller role for a while on that board, you are still dedicated to them in times of divided stress, attention, and needs. Also, your partner and your spouse should take a really high priority overall. (laughs) They are your life partner. You spend a lot of time with them, especially if you are building a life together. They need to be a higher priority over your family. When I say this, I completely mean it. If you are a part of a relationship where your partner's parents, your mom or dad are taking a priority over you as as, as your partner, that is wrong. This sounds selfish but I believe it, and many relationship counselors and marriage counselors will agree. Your spouse comes before your mom and dad. This does not mean abandon your family, but it means that you need to uphold your spouse above your parents. I'm sure this makes some of you upset, but I am not afraid of telling the truth at the expense of your discomfort in the face of honesty, and I am sure your spouse would want to do the same. You uphold one another above everybody else. Now, what happens when you're left by your future spouse? What happens when your all-about-me board has to be scrapped 
because the person you wanted to spend your life with chose to push you aside for other things over your relationship. This is so hard. It sucks. It really fucking blows. But what you have to do is acknowledge that the board you built lies in the grave of your relationship. There's a lot more on this concept in episode 15. Maybe you were wrapped up in being a husband, a wife, a homemaker, a provider, whatever that looks like. That has to be gone right now. You have to make a board centered around you and you only. It doesn't sound fun at all. I know. But over time, it gets a little better. You have to get back to what is yours and yours alone. You also have to redefine things and reclaim things as something you love. For me, I was ready to be a wife. I was already fulfilling that role with being a homemaker and providing what a wife would. That is gone. I was ready to be a spouse, and now that isn't happening at all. I had to get a different job, find happiness living alone, find happiness in old hobbies, and find joy in things that I shared with Nicholas that I had to reclaim. Something I didn't I something I did almost immediately after moving across the country without Nicholas was I started going to a concert every month. Nicholas hated EDM. Hated it. But I got back into it and every month since January, I have been to a concert. Even in January, when I lost my job, got into a car accident, had a really scary health diagnosis in my family, was hospitalized. I still made my way to 45 East in Portland and saw a concert. I kind of forced myself to. You may need to force yourself to do things that you love to do. It kind of sounds sucky, but it works sometimes. Reclaiming things is also a big part of creating a new All About Me board. Nicholas and I played Fortnite together all the time in our gaming room. We played Fortnite from the beginning of our relationship. I play Fortnite alone now. I have friends that I play with sometimes too, which is super fun. But in the end, sounds so lame and cheesy, but I took Fortnite and I made it mine. It was, and it is, no longer Nicholas and I's. It has to only be Madeline's because Nicholas and Madeline aren't together anymore by Nicholas's choice. Same goes for Disney. Disney was a massive part of Nicholas and I. Huge. And I am learning how to reclaim Disney as something that is mine again. It's hard. But it's something I'm learning to do by re-watching beloved movies and looking into working at other Disney properties around the world, even visiting on my own. The bottom line is, claim what is yours, reclaim what has always been yours that you got to share. We have reached the end of the during chapter, which kind of blows my mind that we've actually made it this far. I wrote this episode sitting outside in, at work in May, and it's being released in July. <laughs> we are transitioning into the after chapter next week, which is going to be focused more on the post-breakup life, post-breakup conversations, and post-breakup lessons through my interactions with Nicholas and interactions with just myself. The during chapter hurt to write. But at the end of each episode that I wrote, and even as I sit and record these, I came to and still come to 
to a strange sense of peace and acceptance on each topic. Like I said in the introduction of Minus You, this show, these episodes, not only do they heal me, but they remind me of the facts and the truth on days where it's really hard. The after chapter may be harder to write and express because this chapter is somewhat more recent lessons. They all happened in like 2023, but they include some individual lessons, individual healing, and what I feel to be a sense of hope for myself. I look forward to next week and the first episode of the after chapter, which is called Our Five Love Languages. Until then, adios. Adios.